Taylor Heineke's story will continue in Atlanta, and Washington's search for a new veteran quarterback to compete with Sam Howell will continue as well. Trading for Davis Mills should be the top option, in my opinion, but there are more options for Washington. All of that on this bonus episode of Locked On Commanders. Your daily podcast on the Washington Commanders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Welcome in, Commanders fans, to the Locked On Commanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is your daily podcast covering the Washington Commanders, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube and the WUSA 9 Plus app on your Roku or your Amazon Fire Stick. And I thank you for making us your first listen or your first view of the day. I am David Harrison, credential member of the media, covering your Washington Commanders for Commander Country, a part of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. You can find me there, here, or on Twitter at dharrison82. Houston Texans quarterback Davis Mills tops my list of quarterback targets for the Washington Commanders to pursue, and that need to pursue one just got much bigger because Taylor Heineke is not coming back to the DMV. From the couch in Flowery Branch, Georgia, his sister's couch to the Benz, that's where Taylor Heineke is going. Three years spent in uh, the DMV in between there. Used to sleep on his sister's couch in Flowery Branch, Georgia, which is literally the same city that the Atlanta Falcons uh, facility is in, their headquarters is in. That's where they hold their training camp. That's where he will now be uh, attending training camp this coming season, right down the road from where his sister uh, lives. And again, the couch that he spent some time on before he got the call from Ron Rivera and the Washington Commanders to come back to the NFL. So kind of almost a full circle story here. For quarterback Taylor Heineke, as he signs a two-year, $20 million deal with the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, interestingly enough, the Falcons, the same team that Brett Favre started his career with. And if you remember, Brett Favre was uh, Taylor Heineke's favorite quarterback growing up, the Green Bay Packers, his favorite team. But Brett Favre, originally a member of the Atlanta Falcons. So getting to where, potentially getting to where Brett Favre's number uh, with the, uh, the team that Brett started his career with has to be a pretty cool moment. For Taylor Heineke, Heineke uh, at the end of his time here, he spends three seasons in Washington as a member of uh, the football team, the commanders, all that stuff, going through all that drama and all that uh, controversy, 12, 11 and one as a starting quarterback for the Washington commanders, over 5,000 passing yards in those 24 games that he started in 33 or that he played in rather 33 touchdowns and 21 interceptions total for Heineke and there's going to be some good memories of Taylor Heineke. The Heineke hive is going to be uh, a very, very supportive of Heineke heading to the Atlanta Falcons. We assume for, for me personally, my favorite memory of Taylor Heineke is actually the Philadelphia Eagles Monday night football. win. I think a lot of people are going to go back to uh, that playoff game against Tampa Bay Buccaneers really when Taylor Heineke hit the radar for a lot of people during that playoff game, the Buccaneers uh, would eventually go on to win. The Super Bowl that season, but Taylor Heineke, Chase Young pointing to the to the back plate and, and all that stuff. And that, that's going to be a big memory for a lot of people. But for me, that Philadelphia Eagles Monday Night Football win uh, one. I mean, and, and it's weird because it really wasn't Taylor Heineke specifically that won that game for the Washington Commanders, right? A lot of run, a lot of ball control, a lot of clock control uh, really kind of killed the Eagles chances in that game. But I think what you saw at Taylor Heineke in that game was smart quarterback play. He was a guy that was out there saying, you know what? Let the game plan work out itself. I don't need to be the hero. I don't need to, to color outside the lines. I just need to do what the game plan is asking me to do. Stick with it. Do my part well. And we can come out with a victory. 
And that's exactly what happened. Uh, and then, of course, you know, the emphatic first down signal uh, on the on the late hit from the from the Eagles defender that effectively ended the game that some people weren't so happy about. You know, Pat McAfee kind of publicly criticized him uh, for it. Uh, Eagles fans obviously weren't happy for it. But look, uh, the the only loss that Jalen Hurts suffered as a starter this last season uh, until the Super Bowl. So that's got to be something you can hang your hat on. So Taylor Heineke uh, going on. I, I expect to compete against Desmond Ritter or with Desmond Ritter in Atlanta for their starting job. But Washington now needs a quarterback to come in and compete with Sam Howell. Now, I've already told you on a previous episode that Davis Mills is my top quarterback on that list of targets. But I've got three more coming up for you next on this bonus episode of Locked On Commanders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And this bonus episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The final stretch of the NBA regular season is here, and now is the perfect time for you to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because you can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. You get those $1,000 in bonus bets back if your bet doesn't win up to $1,000 in bonus bets. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use, and then you can bet on everything, including the Washington Commanders at plus 6,000 odds to win the next Super Bowl. Those are the worst odds in the NFC East, but you can take them if you like them. So don't miss your chance to get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. To learn more, make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This bonus episode also brought to you by Built Bar and Built March Madness Bracket. You know you have your favorite bar, your favorite puff, and now it's time to make it count. Go to BuiltMarchMadness.com and vote for your favorites. You know I'm voting for the lemon dipped cheesecake puff because that bad boy is delicious, yet it's somehow healthy for you as well. If you want your favorite to win, then you go in, vote for your favorite bar, support your team, support your bar or your puff. And when you vote for your favorite bar or puff, you can get entered into a drawing where 50 lucky locked-on listeners are going to get a free box of Built Bars or Built Puffs. Not only that, but one lucky locked-on fan will win a 12-month subscription to Built to have Built's best bars or puffs. Hopefully, Lemon Dip Cheesecake is going to be in there. Delivered monthly straight to your door. So you got to try Built, the best protein bar ever. Seriously, they taste delicious, so you're never going to realize they're good for you, but they are high protein, low sugar, covered in 100% chocolate. Run to BuiltMarchMadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff and pick up a box while you're there. You can vote every day in March. So hop on in and support your favorite. Thanks again for making the Long Talk Commanders podcast first listener, first view of the day. Dropping a bonus episode here following the news that Taylor Heineke is signing a two-year deal to join the Atlanta Falcons. Davis Mills is my top option for the Commanders to pursue in order to compete for Sam with Sam Howell for the starting job, uh, the starting quarterback job for the Washington Commanders. But I've got three more options as well. Now, let's start with Davis Mills. Mills, first and foremost, this is going to be a trade scenario if you try to go get Davis Mills. Davis Mills currently under contract with the Houston Texans. Mills is 24 years old, still has two years left on his current deal with the Houston Texans. So making a trade here, the Washington Commanders would essentially get him for two years. So where's the connection between Davis Mills and the Washington Commanders? Well, that lies with Tavita Pritchard, the new quarterbacks coach for the Washington Commanders, who prior to being in Washington was the offensive coordinator in Stanford or for the Stanford Cardinal where Davis Mills came out of collegiately prior to his being drafted. Uh, Pritchard said of Mills that he expected him to be a starting caliber quarterback 
eventually in the National Football League. He said it might take two or three years for him to get there. Davis Mills obviously has some starting experience now with the Houston Texans. Didn't always go well. There were some critiques about his decision-making, things like that. But now the Houston Texans have the number two overall pick, and despite the fact that the Carolina Panthers have moved in front of them with the number one overall pick, do expect the Carolina Panthers to take a quarterback, but you also expect the Houston Texans to take a quarterback. So if you're going to draft a quarterback as the Houston Texans, likely it's either going to be Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. Most people, the school of thought there uh, seems to be that it's likely that either guy is, is basically ready to start in the National Football League. Uh, the, the Houston Texans have already taken some other moves, added some salary caps, some, some salaries to their cap situation, uh, recently trading for Tampa Bay Buccaneers guard Shaq Mason. Um, so there's a reason there for potentially the Houston Texans to move on from Davis Mills. Teams don't typically like keeping the previous starter around if they're going to replace them with a rookie quarterback. Uh, also, a new head coach. You've got kind of a regime change in there. Again, quarterbacks don't tend uh, to survive those regime changes very, very often. So the Houston Texans may be willing to move off of Davis Mills. Washington Commanders obviously should have some interest in getting him. What would it cost? Davis Mills was originally drafted in the third round. The Houston Texans are probably going to try to argue they should get more value out of that because now he's got starting uh, experience. The Washington Commanders will counter and say, yeah, but you don't even need him. You don't even want him. Obviously, you're replacing him. Uh, with someone else. I don't know what the, what all that dancing means. He is a quarterback, so typically those prices get elevated. I do think you might be looking at a fourth. I would hope for maybe you can get away with a fifth-round pick or maybe two fifth-round picks. You give him a fifth this year, a fifth next year, and maybe that's how you get Davis Mills from the Houston Texans. Either way, it's definitely a conversation I would be having if I'm Ron Rivera, Martin Mayhew, and the Washington Commanders. If you can't secure the services of Davis Mills, there are some other free agent uh, potential free agent options to look at out there. Drew Locke, the former, soon-to-be former Seattle Seahawks quarterback, unless he resigns, 26 years old, 8-13 and 13 as a starter in Denver before being a part of the trade that sent Russell Wilson from Seattle to the Denver Broncos last offseason. Uh, in my opinion, had too much on him uh, while he was in Denver. Never obviously got an opportunity uh, to start for the Seattle Seahawks with Geno Smith's incoming and rise. Remember, the Seattle Seahawks at one point were in the conversation to try to trade for Deshaun Watson as well. So not sure how much interest there is in Seattle to bring Drew Locke back, not necessarily because of anything Drew did, but also Seattle's offensive court or passing game coordinator, rather quarterbacks coach is now the offensive coordinator in Tampa. So a little bit of a new blood there. Drew Locke likely wanting to go somewhere where he can potentially have the opportunity uh, to compete if it's there. Geno Smith getting his new deal. There are some rumblings that the Seahawks might also go after, say, Anthony Richardson to develop behind Geno Smith during the last couple of years of his uh, all of a sudden reinvigorated prime. They don't go after a young option like Drew, uh, like Drew Locke, potentially an older one, Jacoby Brissett, 30 years old, 18 and 30 as a starter for four different teams, all of them coming in the AFC, threw for over 2,600 yards, 12 touchdowns, just six interceptions for Cleveland while starting 11 games before Deshaun Watson returned. He's a veteran. He's smart. He's been around the block. He's been around for a little while, consistent, and he could be a mentor and a coach in the meeting room as well assuming that Sam Howell beats him out for the starting job. The name I'm going to add to this list is Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Shane Bouchelle. Now, there's some trickiness here. Shane Bouchelle's contract technically expires Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern if he doesn't have a new contract with the Kansas City Chiefs, but he's an exclusive rights-free agent, meaning he can only talk to the Kansas City Chiefs. There is no, there is no legal tampering with Shane Bouchelle. If you talk to Shane Bouchelle, you are tampering, and it is illegal period. So 
how would this have to work? Well, the Kansas City Chiefs would either have to waive their rights, exclusive rights to him to allow him to negotiate, or you could potentially have a sign and trade type of scenario where the Chiefs essentially agreed to trade Bouchelle to the Washington Commanders. The Commanders then negotiate a contract with him, and boom, once it's all done, you execute the trade. You get Shane Bouchelle. The Kansas City Chiefs get a draft pick. Likely, again, a quarterback, you're talking six-round pick. I don't know that you're going to get as high as a fifth-round pick out of him, but look, this is the NFL. This is a business. Uh, there are some rumblings that Shane Bouchelle actually has the inside track on the Chiefs' backup job behind Patrick Mahomes. So they like him that much, which Eric Bieniemy will know how much the Kansas City Chiefs actually like Shane Bouchelle. Uh, if they do actually like him that much, you're trading for their incumbent backup. Potentially, they'll try to get more draft capital out of you. Bouchelle has no official snaps in the National Football League. Played collegiately at SMU and Texas, but of course, there is the Eric Bieniemy connection. Bouchelle would then be the third Chiefs offensive player to migrate from Kansas City to Washington, following wide receiver Marcus Kemp and offensive lineman Andrew Wiley. So. It's an it's an option for me because there's an obvious connection inside the building. Eric Bieniemy knows a lot more about Shane Bouchelle than I do, so I'm sure if that's an option, if that's a possibility, he has already voiced his opinion on the matter. So Davis Mills still sits uh, at the top of that list uh, for me, of course. Tanner McKee, quarterback coming out of Stanford this year in the NFL draft, is obviously going to be a name to keep an eye out for if the Washingtoners don't do something to add to the group of Sam Howell and Jake Fromm between now and the NFL draft. But we got plenty of time. From now to then, plenty to talk about, and we will continue to do so. And I continue to thank you for making the Locked On Commanders podcast first listen or your first watch of the day. For your next one, please check out the Locked On NFL Draft podcast. All these things happen around the league. The NFL Draft picture is going to shift dramatically. Stick with Locked On NFL Draft to tell you who your team needs to draft now that they made all of these other moves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. If you want to join in on this conversation or any other conversation, drop your comments in the YouTube comment box. Or hit me up on email at LockedOnWashingtonCommanders at gmail.com or slide into the DMs on Twitter at LOCommanders or at DHarrison82. Signing off for this bonus episode, I'm David Harrison, staff writer of Commander Country, part of Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation. Find me there, here, or on Twitter at DHarrison82. Until we speak again, if you're out and about, please be safe, be kind to one another, and I'll see you next time for another episode of Locked On Commanders.